uh, comic fisting. No Harry Potter movie is good. And you're like, give me the Snyder Cut! Oh, sorry, just walk in front of you here, I'm gonna put my popcorn down. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna put this here. <laughs> Universal needs to sue Sony. Hey, I'm an idiot. I was fired from Fox. <laughs> I'd like actually to see Venom just crush Spider-Man. There we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Comic Boys podcast. Right? Okay, we yeah. need a name for the show eventually. Comic um, Boys but yeah, podcast. We're back. It's the best name yeah. I can think of. There's gotta be. We gotta find something. All right. Why am I hearing myself echo? Do you hear me echo? Uh, no, you're good. Uh, from what I hear now, it's I don't hear any echo. Okay, so maybe it's just me. Um. Just you start, my brain stop functioning. So, welcome back, everybody, to another Comic Boys podcast. We haven't done this in quite a while, I don't think. So, we have actually quite a few topics to tackle today. We're going to start off with our in-depth spoiler and then non-spoiler and then spoiler review of Marvel Studios' latest project, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. We're gonna cut the non-spoiler stuff. We're just going to do spoilers. We're just going to go straight into spoilers. He yeah. said it. Uh, we're going to talk about what we have watched um during our absence i'm sure that there's been several films with the limited time we've had because of our university's unreal workload and we're going to review the box office as well uh see what the numbers are looking like uh how much money some movies have made in the past week and we're gonna wrap it up so should be a a, a good podcast today yeah so Let's um let's get it started with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So my co-host here and I, we had the chance of watching the latest um, project from Marvel, which is a sequel to the smash hit of 2018, the instant smash hit. Uh, actually, we can talk about that. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is a sequel to uh, Black Panther, God rest Chadwick Boseman's soul. So I'll hand it over to you. What did you think of Black Panther Wakanda Forever? So I've been beating the drum on this. Um, I've ranted and raved about this movie. I know how much you love Black Panther in 2018. I know you probably love the follow-up. And so it's going to be great to hear you kind of talk about how great this movie is and how it's a cinematic masterpiece and one of the best in the MCU. But, I, yeah, I did love it, especially when you look at the situation, Chadwick Boseman, um, his unfortunate paths, passing, uh, which is very hard to make a Black Panther movie when the Black Panther character dies, like the, the actor who plays the character dies. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, they did a great job. They didn't do too much. It was disconnected yet connected. I feel like there'd be more to say if my brain functioned. Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, I might get some heat for this one. Oh, no. The bad the Batman's still the best superhero movie of the year, by far. By far, it's the, still the best superhero movie of the year. I did not enjoy Black Panther Wakanda Forever, if I'm being wow, honest. Wow, who's surprised about that one? <laughs> it, it, it actually makes me really appreciate the first one, to be honest, and Chadwick Boseman and and, uh, and Michael B. Jordan. Um, it just really makes me appreciate the first one and how much you know better in quality it was. Um, I... I got to give it, though, to Angela Bassett, though. She absolutely stole the show. I'm Thank not even you. Okay, surprised. at least you're slightly human. Her and M'Baku, easily the two of them were, the, were my favorite parts of the movie. 
Namor was one of the like most forgettable villains ever since the villain from Ant Man that I'm that I remember. Shuri, I actually like the yellow jacket. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on, can we stop for a second? I need to understand why are you holding a screwdriver? I don't know. I was fixing my car and I have some tools here, so I'm just chilling. Okay. I don't know if you're gonna like throw it at the screen or something. So. Oh no no no. Because if I had a screwdriver, this is probably what I would do. Um, With your sure. blasphemy. The Sherry was, I thought she was pretty good. I mean, she had a lot on her shoulders, quite obviously, you know, stepping into the shoes of um, Chadwick Boseman. Personally, I think they should have recasted T'Challa because I think... Why, that though? That makes no sense. It makes a lot of sense, actually. How? Um, there's actually a lot of, you know, young, talented actors in hollywood that i think but that you, doesn't, know, you, you could have another character like like what they did with the son at the end of the movie you don't need to have another t'challa there's no purpose in that it's like recasting t'chak or t- uh, th- another character they can die and you could have other characters i think that if i'm not mistaken i think chadwick boson's family wanted t'challa to be recasted but my problem with this i mean movie there's no evidence is, that you're just saying that i i said i i said i think um but my biggest problem with this movie is how they used you know the actual death of chadwick boseman like his real death to push it as their as the story of the film and i read something else that really disturbed me about the movie and how angela bassett actually didn't really like it that her character was killed off and i read that from an interview that Angela Bassett came up to Ryan Coogler and said, hey, what are you doing? Why are you ruining my character? This is going to destroy people's hearts. And then Ryan Coogler was like, it's okay. You know, we can bring him back. You can bring her back anytime we want. And, like, that just devalues her death so much. You know, like, when I saw that um, Angela Bassett's character <laughs> died, that, 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 that hit me hard because, like, she was great. And then Ryan Coogler, you know, his, his second attempt at a Black Panther movie is terrible. Um, he's saying, oh, we can just bring her back. It's all good. I just so hold on, hold on. I need, so I need to understand something here, okay? Okay. So your problems with the movie are they were they 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 gave Chadwick Boseman the same kind of death they did in real life instead of you know um, recasting or his, CGI or something like that, right? Okay, so that's your problem. Using and then your second problem is the interview. It's an interview. It's an interview that they gave after the movie. It's about the possibilities no, of the no. future. You're getting the words twisted. Using Chadwick Boseman's death as a plot device—that's to me—that's horrible. And but what, Ryan do you Coog- have to do something with his death. And Ryan and Ryan Coogler devaluing the death of Angela Bassett's character—that's—that's that's my problems with but it. Not he, only that, in the movie he didn't devalue the death. But in that interview, he did, you know. But the interview's not Angela, about the movie. You can't. Angela Bassett said it herself. But again, not in the movie. We're talking about the content of the film. Yeah, in the content of the film, she died, and Ryan Coogler said, hey, it's okay, we can just bring her back. That just takes away all the meaning from her death. But, what? But, like, that... It takes away all the meaning from her death. Oh, this is insane. Can we also talk about how annoying and absolutely atrocious Riri Williams is? Like, fake Iron Man without the personality. Not fake Iron Man, she's not Iron Man. Fake Iron, Iron Man. Heart. With no personality and, you know... We saw suits. her for like 10 minutes, okay? Let's give her worse, a chance. Worse suits and uh, fake Iron Man, with, except without the personality and, you know, the charisma and things we like about Iron Man. Okay, like, 
But I will give it to Wakanda Forever. That was a really beautifully shot movie. There were some shots in the movie that I really, you know, really visually nice to look at. But other than that, Namor, I'm not going to remember that guy. Riri Williams, didn't like her. Uh, Angela Bassett carried the movie. Mbaku, 10 minutes on the screen, carried the movie. Shuri, she was pretty good. Okoye, she was all right. Story, I like where it's setting up, though, the American and Wakandan war, I think. I think that's the direction that they're trying to go in. So you so let me understand this. Okay, so you thought the majority of the movie was mediocre. You thought there's some really good parts of the movie, but majority of it was mediocre and it was a, an okay enough story. And you thought it was atrocious. Yeah, it was. Eh. Do you understand how I that doesn't it, work? I fell asleep during the film. I don't know if that means anything though, because it means, so then you miss half the movie. It means the movie was too long. There, it, it should not have been two hours and forty one minutes. It was a, it was like a, a. a a, a so job. Wait, well, did you fall asleep at Endgame? No, because Endgame is actually pretty good. You say that, but like, if we want to go pull the clip from the audio commentary uh, where you watched, where we watched it, and where you complained multiple times about tone and length, like I did. I mean, we can go to Batman. The reason why Batman, I stayed up for that entire movie is because it was actually good, and there was a good reason for it to be two hours and fifty-six minutes. But. The one thing I can say is I cannot confirm or deny you falling asleep in Black Panther Wakanda forever. I can confirm, at least to my knowledge, you were awake the entire time during Batman. Yeah, there's there's a big difference between the two. Batman, okay, let me say this. DC won 2022 with just one movie. With just a single movie, DC See, you say that, but I think Black, I think Black Adam was so bad that they just, they're disqualified. I mean, Black Adam was... It's atrocious. It's awful. It was okay. It was okay. It was the worst movie I've ever seen this year. It was, it was okay, but I got to give it to DC. DC, you won 2022 with How? just one, with just one movie. Their negative of Black Adam was so bad that if Marvel just but gave you Batman, three mediocre movies, the Batman put put them like all the way up here with all the how many I don't know how many uh, projects, including TV shows, Marvel put out this year, but one single Batman movie was better than every single one of them. And that's why the DC won 2022 by far. And they're going to okay, win. But like, okay, so I have a question for you. You think the Black uh, Panther is too long, right? Way too long. It could have been too Okay, hours. so I have a question. Are you going to watch Avatar too? No. Okay, well, that kills uh, all the momentum of what I was going to say. Um, no, absolutely not. You're not going to watch the three-hour Avatar too? No. <laughs> it's going to flop, you know? Well, I mean, we'll find out. I mean, hey, the flop. first one made a lot of money. It'll flop. You see how expensive that movie was? Yeah, it needs to make like yeah. a billion to break even. Yeah, it, it was a really expensive movie. See, everyone said the first Avatar was going to flop, and then it made a billion dollars. So. Yeah. Actually, I don't we'll know. Have, I've got to check the predictions for that, but yeah. We'll have to see how it goes. Uh, anyways, Black Panther was amazing, so I need you to stop lying to everybody because I'm we all know you, we all know you know you're lying. I'm not lying. I mean, it really just makes me actually. It made me appreciate the first one a lot more, you know. Okay, you know what? We'll play your game for a second here. Okay, fine. We'll humor you. Okay, with your garbage opinions that aren't true. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Captain Marvel or Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. That's a tough one because both of them were terrible. No, you're wrong. But okay, sure. I'm going to have to go with Wakanda Forever because Wakanda Forever was at least like visually appealing in comparison to Captain Marvel. 
Fine. Um, Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Black Panther, easily. Eternals or Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? Eternals, because of Richard Madden. And, and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Guardians Volume 2 or Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? Guardians Volume 2. It's easy. Thor Ragnarok or, or Thor uh, Love and Thunder or Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? Uh, Thor Love and Thunder because of Christian Bale. Um, Thor the Dark World or Wakanda Forever? <laughs> Thor the Dark World. I'm not kidding. I, I'm not even trolling. That's on God. Wait, you, Iron Man 2 or Wakanda Black, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? Iron Man 2. Ant-Man and the Wasp or Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's, it's corny and funny. Yeah, it was actually it's a decent movie. Yeah. Speaking of Ant-Man, okay, we can't really trailer? move on right now, but, but let's sidebar to talk about the trailer. Okay. What did you think? Because we haven't talked uh, since the trailer, I think. Um, I I thought it was pretty good. It was it actually played um before uh, Devotion, which we'll talk about later. Um, it looks good, you know. Um, we got. A lot of people coming back. This is obviously going to be Jonathan Kang's first. Uh, Jonathan Kang, Jonathan Majors' um, first on-screen appearance in the MCU in a movie. So, there and go. I think they're setting him up to be the big villain, like they did try doing with Thanos. So, you know, it's they tried to fail? Question mark. Because when you they say they tried, succeeded. that implies they failed. They tried and succeeded with Thanos. Right. I, just, I just hope the same thing will happen with him because he's actually set up to be a pretty good character. So. It'll be interesting to see how Kang develops. Or doesn't develop him, maybe. <clears throat> we'll see. I think Jonathan Major is going to become your new favorite actor. He was he was really good in Devotion, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know he was good. Yeah. Because, you know. Uh, anyways, are you excited for an Ant-Man movie? I'd say so. <clears throat> wow, I mean, that's crazy. Ant-Man movies are pretty corny and comedic you know they're kind of fun watches i hate and, those corny comedic movies i mean there's a little thing i think it's just a little different with that man i don't know maybe it's paul rudd or michael pena you know he's just he, he's effortlessly funny you know Mhm. okay sure you know i'll give you that because it's not incorrect so you know uh but anyways <coughs> there okay i need you to justify these views a little bit more let's talk with re re williams because I cannot speak. Yeah. What did, what were your problems with her? Like uh, her, her suit just looked Which like Meg, the one that she wore, I think, in the... Fuck, when did she wear it? That big one with the bad CGI? Okay. Now we have to talk. Okay. It looked so, like... You know, it looked like there somebody... There are great times in life actors. where you're wrong. Completely. It and like this is one of those times. Actors. See... I don't know if you know this, but she actually wore like six um, tons of car parts. I know. For that suit. The problem suit, you're right, there was a suit that was terrible, but it wasn't that one. It was the other one. Both of them were horrible. I didn't no, like the either. The first one is them. awesome. Oh, the, both of them were horrible. I didn't think they so looked good. So anyone who wears armor in the MCU is now a ripoff Iron Man? Is that what you're saying? Uh, they tried to make her a ripoff Iron Man, but the difference How? is she's never going to be him. How did they try to make her a ripoff Iron Man? Uh, they try to give her a personality like Tony Stark. <laughs> so now you're giving a character a personality, and therefore, so a character with a per- they tried. Is Doctor Strange a ripoff Iron Man? No. 
He doesn't have the personality. He's the same personality as Iron Man. No, he doesn't. Doctor Strange isn't a playboy billionaire philanthropist with a bunch of women by his side. No, you're right. He's just a doctor instead of um, a, a billionaire. Yeah. Same kind of thing, though. And they, the, my my issue is they were so Martin Martin Freeman Everett Ross was an absolute idiot in this movie. Um, giving away secrets like that about where this scientist is, because that's totally what a special CIA agent is trained to do. Um, when do you give away secrets, sorry? To find the scientist, or the vibranium. And then they make it like this huge, huge build-up. The scientist? Riri Williams' character. They make it like this he huge build He gave it intentionally. It wasn't a mistake. And the, Yeah, because special CIA agents totally do that, and they're not trained to keep information confidential. Anyway. But he's not trying they it, to. They made it a build-up into like a big, mad... Bruce Banner scientist, just to some little college girl from Chicago and like some silly girl. Like, come on, man. Terrible. That was the point is that this, the, it's the expectations of, oh my God, it was a good, and then it's someone like that. That's the point. Honestly, I was expecting disappointment for this movie considering how lackluster Marvel's been for the last few movies, except for Spider Man No Way Home. But I was expecting this. I, I was. Expecting disappointment, and yeah, that's why I was never disappointed because I was expecting disappointment, and it happened. So, so hold up. We so you said lackluster. Your problems are that the the, the Riri character was lackluster, right? Uh, no, I was talking about Phase Four of Marvel. Phase Four of Marvel. So why is it lackluster? Let's talk about this. Um, character assassination. Um. In what way? Horrible CGI. Um. I mean, look, you, you, you have can to be specific Daredevil. here. You can't just use generalities. You can take you can take Daredevil as the best example. You know, in his 2015 Netflix show, that was his best adaptation. You know, somebody who's dark and right, violent. Right, because he's better than Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh my God, such a high bar. And then in She-Hulk, they turn him into a funny guy, and that just didn't work out Sorry, at all. Sorry, hold up, hold up. Character assassination. Just for the record, have you seen She-Hulk? Uh, the Daredevil episodes, yeah, because have he's you seen I, the show She-Hulk? It's meant to be a comedy, which is why Daredevil never should have been there. Did you? I'm I'm almost a hundred percent certain you have never seen the Netflix show. I'm almost certain. I I saw the Netflix show. I've seen it uh, three times now. So does Daredevil ever make a joke in the entire series I and mean, all three me, seasons or four seasons? Let me, let me show you the best. Uh, there's a photograph to represent this. Let me show you how. Because God forbid someone smiles. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that, but. What's wrong with smiling? No, it's not smiling. It's just Daredevil. His character needs to be in the dark tone. According to you who? Know, comics, the fans. Really? According to oh, let's go there. The six, the, the Are you success. really about to challenge me on the comics? You're about to say the success. comics say Daredevil needs to be a dark, serious the character. Fir- the success of the Netflix show. Daredevil only works as a Netflix show in the dark when it's a dark story. That's why I didn't like this Daredevil. He's like all happy and golly. Like, no, I don't want to see that. I want to see. It's like Batman. Robert Pattinson. I was confident you didn't watch She-Hulk. I don't. Th- I think you're lying because there is the, the warehouse scene is dark. I I I only watch the um the Daredevil episodes because he's like the only guy I care about and Wong, and um, the difference is the reason why people like the Daredevil show from Netflix is because of how dark it is and the dark subject matter. They didn't want to see some happy jolly Daredevil. Who, He's not who, happy and jolly in Shield. Yeah, yeah, he is. Are we? I don't so, even watch is. the same show. Uh, I don't know. 
he was dark. They even make the lighting dark. No, I'm talking about the tone of the character and the setting. So, wh- and what? this and this and She-Hulk Daredevil was just horribly written. Like, who who wrote this guy? Like, this is not this is not the Daredevil that we knew from Netflix. But but it's not the same Daredevil. Yeah, that's a problem. That's an issue. But that's they're different characters. characters. No, it's the same Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox. That's that's character assassination. That's the problem. So what do you think of Man of Steel? I told you I didn't like She-Hulk. I didn't like anybody. No, the I asked you about Man of Steel, Superman. Uh, I didn't like her. I'm talking about Superman, not her. Man, oh, oh, um, I thought you were talking about Amanda. St- oh, Man of Steel. Man of it was Steel. Okay, it was all right. Did, was that character assassination? I don't think so. Why? But Superman's dark, brooding, and, and basically like evil. Like, isn't that character assassination? Superman's supposed to be the opposite. It's supposed to be happy and joyful. I mean, that was the first movie in a franchise. This is, is She-Hulk's different. first appearance in a franchise. But not Daredevil. Daredevil's first MCU appearance, yeah. No, it's not. He was in the Netflix show. Is based in the MCU. That yeah, entire there's no time. confirmation of that. Yes, there is. There's literally confirmation. There's no confirmation. There's been a news. There, there's an episode where you can see a newspaper of the attack on New York in Daredevil. It was based. Do you know why uh, Daredevil appeared in Spider-Man: No Way Home before Doctor Strange's spell? Because he's in the MCU. But okay, but so then it's his second appearance. Uh, second appearance, third appearance, but so Spider-Man: just, No Way Home. And yeah, then third, third appearance. But the reason why Daredevil appeared before Doctor Strange's spell was because he was already in the MCU. But Doctor Strange's spell had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Matt, but you don't, you can't say the continuity is the same if they kind of distance themselves from the continuity themselves. It, it had to do everything because Doctor Strange's spell is what brought over everybody else. But you're talking about the comics, right? Like Daredevil, no, your argument for Daredevil is the comics. I'm talking about this MCU Daredevil. But how's the how's the character growth, character assassination? Because they turned him into you know somebody that the audience actually liked to some somebody. Uh, Wait, uh, hold, hold up, hold up! I need you to repeat that sentence, but again. In a, in a Netflix show, everybody loved that guy. Everybody loved Daredevil. No, that's I not what you said. Everybody loved that guy. In the MCU, on She-Hulk, they turned him into someone everybody likes. I didn't say that. I said that in the the MCU, starting in 2014 or 13, where whenever the first Daredevil episode came out, everybody liked him. So you're saying no one liked him in She-Hulk? From what I hear, nobody really liked that guy. From what you hear? Yeah. On the internet. Here, nobody liked him. We can we can also talk about you know Marvel's lazy CGI and terrible jokes you know and you know terrible jokes. Yeah, uh, Marvel's not wow. been funny. Thor Ragnar Thor Love and Thunder was just not funny. Okay, Doctor Strange you know when it tried to be funny it wasn't funny. Spider Man No Way Home when it tried to be funny was actually funny. Like that was the only good movie from Phase Four. No Way Home. That's it. Which is weird because you don't like Tom Holland still. I know, but uh, I still like it. Was still the best movie of Phase Four by far. I don't know. I think you're wrong. It was easily the best movie from Phase Four. But you know, now that Phase Four is done, finally, jeez, that was a terrible time. Let's hope Phase Five is better. 
phase four was horrible. A top-tier phase. Phase four. No evidence. Where's the evidence to support this claim? Okay, let's. What What was the first movie from Phase Four? Was it Black Widow? Or something yeah, else? It was the first of Phase Four, or last of Phase Three. I don't know. The Black same Widow. Was Black Widow. Black Widow, terrible. Eternals, terrible. Spider-Man: No Way Home. Wait, Excellent. wait, you missed one. Um, what was the other one? Um, Black Widow, Eternals. Nope. Shang Chi, Shang Chi, mid. Spider-Man: No Way Home, best movie of Phase Four. Uh, what came after No Way Home? Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, mid. Thor: Love and Thunder, mid as mid as F. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, mid as well. Moon Knight, great. And then the other shows, from what I hear, just no. You haven't watched any of those shows. You cannot talk about them, unfortunately. I mean, I've heard I've heard reviews nope. from independent and legitimate critics who actually don't like it. What about me? I'm an independent, legitimate critic. I mean, I've heard more negatives than positives about those shows. I don't know what critics you're finding, but um, uh, as far critic. as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, everyone loved Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Everyone loved WandaVision, but you know. You yeah, know. I've heard more negatives than positives about their shows and bum Phase Four. Phase Four. Don't say what I've heard. I'll tell you what I've heard. Legitimate critics. It's not. About. It's not Phase Four. It's now Phase Bore. That's what I feel in this Phase Four MCU. And yet somehow they still have some of the top movies of the year because um. I don't really think so. I think Top Gun Maverick clears every Phase 4 movie, you know. I mean, you can argue that, but it's wrong. Top Gun Maverick easily clears every Phase 4 movie. I mean, you could say that, but you wouldn't be telling the truth, right? But, I would. Okay. Okay, what else do we have to talk about? Um, what else is there? I think that was it for Black Panther. It was an amazing movie, is what you're trying to say. No, I didn't like it. Marvel, do better, man. You're, we haven't you're... talked about Namor yet. Do I have to defend Namor now? No, Namor was just... No. Namor was awesome. He was forgettable. I'm not going to remember that guy for a while. Well, he'll show up again, and then you'll have to remember him, unfortunately. I mean, he's like like I said, he's like Yellow Jacket. Forgettable. Except he's alive. And also more powerful. Uh-huh. But... You know. but... I can't. I can't give this to Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Oh, I like. I like what they're setting up. They want to set up the American Wakandan War. I actually really like that idea. So okay. I'm. I, I'm. I'm excited to see where that goes. Actually. Okay. I'm gonna ask you for rating out of ten. I don't know if I really want to hear it, but you know, <sighs> the people. I guess. Uh. Give it a solid three. You know, after watching Black Panther, I was like, man, Black Panther is actually great. Like, I don't know why I was hating on this so much. So okay, I rated... This is a slight win for me because, like, Black Panther is... So is this the worst MCU movie ever? No, it's not worse than Captain Marvel or, you know, um, Eternals. It's not why worse. Why did you give Captain Marvel? You said Eternals was better. I don't know anymore. Uh, I have them at Letterboxd, maybe. Okay, now I have... what I need you to do, I need you to... Before our next podcast, you have to figure out your MC rankings. Yeah, I gotta put those in order. We're gonna do those next that next week or next time. I don't know when next time is. Yeah. In theory next week. All right, but. Wait, was this better? Wait, was Morbius better than this? No, Morbius was horrible. Morbius okay. was just low tier. We still gotta do that audio commentary. Yeah. Maybe oh, over God. the break. Oh jeez. You gotta make me watch it. See? It's the only time right. I watch it. But what what they're setting up with this American and Wakandan war, I actually really like this, and I I'm, I'm very interested and intrigued to see where it goes. 
Okay, we can agree on that at least. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. What else? Oh, Quentin, do I have to talk about Quentin Tarantino? And how correct he is about Marvel? Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Did no you watch disrespect. my video? I don't know. No disrespect to guys like Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and RDJ, but like the, the, the Captain America is the star of the show. Thor is the star of the show. Iron Man's the star of the show. I mean, show. we could just talk about Chris Hemsworth as something I say repeatedly. Chris Hemsworth can't act. He's not an actor. He's just a guy who has good writers around him sometimes, and other times he's in Men in Black and Ghostbusters. He's just a bodybuilder. Yeah, and Robert Downey Jr. is just Iron Man. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, by the way. They're making tons of money. Yeah. He was in Zodiac as well, Robert Downey Jr. He was really good in that. Right, but did they make money? My my metric is how much money you make in non-MCU movies as huh. my metric for, like, if you're a good actor. Okay. Or if you're a movie star, sorry. Oh, so Tom Cruise clears that easily. Brad Pitt Sam Jackson is, the, is a movie star. Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks are both movie stars. Brad Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt's not actually in the top list, but I'm sure he would get there somewhere. I did. Mm-hmm. You watch my video. I'm not going to rehash this here. All right. I went through it in a very detailed way. Uh, because do you not agree that if you're watching a character and you're choosing, I'm going to go watch a movie with this actor in it over like, like a superhero movie or something like that, you should be given credit for that? Mm-hmm. Like that's what a movie star is. They, they draw I mean, in people to watch them. I, I mean, Tom Cruise with it by himself draws a crowd easy. Dwayne Johnson without superhero. He's not a movie star. No. Crowd. No. Dwayne he's not Johnson a movie star, though he doesn't yeah, he draw is. a crowd. His crowd is two people every single time. Yeah, he no. draws a pretty good crowd. He makes some pretty. He's good not movies. a movie star. He makes solid movies. He's not a movie star. There's a Brad difference between Pitt. this guy who makes solid movies and is a movie star. Brad, Brad Pitt draws a crowd all the time. Matt Damon draws a crowd, you know. Matt Damon is closer than Brad Pitt, I'd say, but, you know. Yeah. Brad Pitt's, like, one of the last, you know, real stars in Hollywood. And Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom, Tom Hanks is a movie star. Not. Yeah, he nowhere, is. Like, he's nowhere like he's Tom Cruise. He's a movie Cruise. star. He is a movie he's, star. He's nowhere like Tom Cruise. He makes, he has, his movies make more money than Tom Cruise, and he has zero nah. franchises. Tom Cruise made his franchises from the bottom up by himself. It's pretty awesome. Tom Hanks has more has grossed more money than Tom Cruise. I'm sure Denzel Washington without a franchise has actually grossed more money than Tom Hanks as well. No. I don't know. And he's they a better actually actor. No. And Denzel Washington's a better actor as well. But Much that better. doesn't have to do with movie star. It has actually a lot to do with movie stars. Who are the no, biggest? it isn't. Oh, there's Tom, yeah, it does. Tom, Tom, Robert Downey Jr. would be a movie star. I mean, if we're going based off acting, Denzel Washington would be the biggest movie star in Hollywood. But that's not what a movie star is. A movie star is someone who, can, who draws a consistently large crowd without oh, the course. aid of characters who like build them. If anything, Denzel. you could argue. But that's not factually true. Brad Pitt? That's not fact. Actually true. It's factually true. Brad Pitt doesn't have a single movie franchise, and a lot of the movies he makes always draws in a big crowd. Denzel. Okay, I need you to go back and watch my video. I show you, I show the chart with the, the the people and how much money they make, and you can then look at that and you can understand that's that Tom Hanks is a movie star. Cool. Same with Denzel, and Denzel's a better actor. Oh my God, that's everything is complete bullshit, but. Um, Denzel's just a better actor than Tom Hanks. It's that simple. 
I'm sorry. I just, uh, oh, Lord. He's just a better actor. Uh, do you like lying? Does it like, you know? No, I don't lie. Just You're lying me. to the audience. I'm not lying to the audience. Folks, watch any Denzel Washington movie. Any one of his performances are Oscar worthy, even in his action movies. Just because you shoot people doesn't mean you're a good actor. It's the performances he gives. You should have seen his performances in the, in the like equal. Like Tom Hanks, oh the Lord, that that Tom Hanks, the, the Oscar-winning actor, oh Same Lord. With Denzel. Same with Denzel. Denzel should win it every year. So should Tom Hanks. You know who really should win Oscars every single year but never does? Jake Gyllenhaal. No. This guy like carried He's his. Not crew. even in the movie every single year. He was in okay in 2022. He was in Ambulance. that. It was a very good movie. You should watch that. Nope. It was it's really directed good. by Michael Bay. They're doing watching it. Yeah, that's what makes it better. The Bayhem. The Bayhem was legendary. Just two hours of cop chases throughout Los Angeles. Mhm. The Bayhem. I think Jake Gyllenhaal has done like two good movies in his career. No, more, okay. Ambulance. No. Uh, prisoners. Nightcrawler and Spider-Man. That's it. No, what about Prisoners? Nocturnal Man. Animals. Man. October Sky. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is good. Donnie Darko is great. Uh, Nightcrawler is his best movie. Brokeback Mountain. One of the biggest mo- one of the biggest cultural icons. You don't think Brokeback Mountain is good? Yeah. You like it's lying not. to people. No, he, I'm saying he, he's not great in it. It was amazing. Some of his best yeah. movies are like the his best movies. movie is Nightcrawler, and it's not even close. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is at the top. I'll give you that. But he's done so many incredible movies as well. You know, like I, I said, Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain, Prisoners, uh, October Sky, Donnie Darko. The thing about Jake Gyllenhaal is he carried his career based on making great performances. That's how he made his career. Well, isn't that what like every actor does? That's like you getting jobs because they 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 do great performances. Without a franchise, without a franchise as well. He was in Spider Man. I mean, for one movie. Yeah. Yeah, one movie. And a brief appearance for like I don't know three seconds in the next movie. Oh, I forgot he's in Zodiac too. Yeah, he was in Zodiac with uh, RDJ and Mark Ruffalo, I think. Yeah, basically yeah. an MCU movie. Yeah. What else was he in? He was in Brokeback Mountain. He was Tony Darko, Ambulance. He's got two more movies coming out soon that I'm excited to watch. Strange World? No, no, God, no. Um, He's doing a movie with Guy Ritchie, which would be good. And another one with Doug Lehman. Yeah, the, inter- in- the Interpreter. Interpreter. Yeah, that one's going to be good. Meh. I look at the movie that he's coming in with. He's doing another one with uh, Doug Lehman. I don't remember what it's called exactly. Oh, he's in Life, too. I forgot about that. He was in Life, yeah. With Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I like that movie. He's good in that. Meh. Um, Nightcrawler Prisoners. Southpaw. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think that Jake Gyllenhaal's overrated he's not overrated he's legendary the last good movie he made was probably like spider-man and before that was probably life and then before that it was nightcrawler he did uh enemy as well which was based in toronto 
Yeah, that, unfortunately, that movie, just because you're based in Toronto doesn't mean you're a good movie. No, I'm just saying that movie was, it has like um, skylines of downtown Toronto. You know, you can see the CN Tower. And um, I think it was this, I think there were some shots on University. Like, in, and it was shot on the UTSC campus because his character plays a uh, a college professor. And I think from what I read, they shot it at the UTSC campus. Now I'm going to have to watch a movie. Yeah, have you seen it? I think it's I might a, have seen it. I've got to check. It's about like, so he plays a college professor and like a small time actor. And they're like exact lookalikes of each other. And they meet one another and such. Why does this sound so, I, I don't know if I've seen it. i got to check. With like the big spider appearing. Spider-Man? No. Like, I see Spider-Man. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, the opening scene is his character in, like, a secret underground club and a woman, like, steps on a spider with her heel. I think I've seen part of this movie. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, because that sounds very, very familiar. It was directed by Denny Villeneuve. Oh, Canadian. Yeah. Well, that's why I was shot in Toronto. But he's not from Toronto. Still, it was in Toronto. It's just, just, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, what else is there? Um, there must be other stuff, right? Not that I know. They started filming Colin Farrell's Penguin TV show. They're starting to film yeah, it really it's soon. Garbage. It's going to be great. I think it's going to be good. Have we talked about Black Adam here? I don't think we have. Have you, you seen no, it, right? I saw it, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I've seen it too. <laughs> what did you think of it? <laughs> yeah. It was one of the worst movies I've seen this It is the worst movie I've seen this year. It was like the most garbage fun movie ever. It's not fun. You know? It's it was a disaster. Like, no, it was just packed with action. That's why it was fun. No, it's just bad. No, There's no action. It was just a garbage fun movie, you know? It's the no, worst fun garbage movie Garbage fun ever. movies are actually enjoyable. I wanted to leave this movie, and I don't ever really want to leave movies, but this one, no. What did you think of the cameo at the end? Um... I don't think I've ever hated seeing an actor return to a franchise before. Wow, you didn't like that? I hate Henry Cavill, Cavill Superman. Hate him as Superman. <laughs> Honestly, probably not even his fault. It's just more the fault that they ruined Man- that Man of Steel was so awful, and I don't like Superman as a character. And it's like all that stuff together is, oof, no. Just a big no. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I, I don't like that one. Um. Do we just go to what you watch? I feel like if I did prep for this, this would probably be. Yeah, let's let's move on to that one. So I can start us off. So most recent movie I watched was Devotion, starring Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell, who's in Top Gun Maverick as well, which is funny because it's his second movie of the year and it's another fighter pilot movie like he was in Top Gun. So Devotion is based on a what I think is a true story about the Korean War in the 50s and it's about Jonathan Majors's character being like the first black naval aviator and his journey with um Glenn Powell's character. Overall, you know, great movie. You know, I I love the combat scenes in the planes. I thought the CGI was actually pretty good. Um Glenn Powell and Jonathan Majors both, you know, showed their excellent chemistry on screen and both of them delivered great performances individually. And, you know, it's a very powerful film, obviously. And I recommend it. You know, it's it's a small time movie. It's not showing in a lot of theaters, as you'd expect, but it's great. It's, it's really good. Because a better movie is playing everywhere, right? 
Nah. But yeah, Black Panther. I don't, I don't think it got wide release though. <clears throat> Cause it's not playing at a. It's his first week, and it's not playing at the uh, Scotiabank Theater or Varsity or Young and Dundas. It's been a month since we last filmed the podcast, by the way, or yeah. released one. <clears throat> I was just checking because I need to know what my playing field is. Yeah. I gotta watch it eventually, but I'm not paying to watch it. So. Mm. What did you watch? Did you watch anything? In the last month. Yeah. Yes, I lost, watched you, a lot of movies. What did you watch? Um. So all my Toronto After Dark Film Festival movies are already reviewed and videoed, so people can just watch those. I'm not going to talk about those again, even though I wanted to talk about some of them. Um, I watched Nola Holmes too. The second one, yeah. It was garbage. Yeah, I liked I the first it. one. Yeah, your yeah. review on Letterbox, like you gave it two stars or something, didn't you? Wow, how do you, I don't know how you know that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just... The first one was good, then they tried too hard and it was bad. Henry Cavill was in that one as well, eh? Henry Cavill wasn't bad in the first one. He wasn't bad in this one, honestly, either. He was actually one of the more enjoyable characters, uh, but we know what I think of a certain lead actress, so... <laughs> Billy Bobby Brown. She was at a Hawks game. You see that? Mm, we don't claim That makes her. sense. We don't claim her. We don't... I we was trying to understand why I didn't like the why I didn't like her, and now I understand as the I didn't like her claim, acting as the Hawks. We don't claim okay, her. We don't claim her. We we don't want her at State Farm Arena ever again. We nah. Hey, I told you my first time see, seeing Trey was when he played at Oklahoma. He's like LeBron. To, I was at one of his college games in Oklahoma. Okay, what did you watch next? Next, I watched The Menu, um, starring Ray Fiennes, one of the best actors in Hollywood without an Oscar, and Anya Taylor-Joy and Nicholas Holt, and John Leguizamo, actually. I didn't know he was going to be in the movie, and then I saw him, and I'm like, oh, this is John Leguizamo from John Wick. That's awesome. Um, it's about, like, a crazy chef who, you know, brings a bunch of people to his island to try his food, and, like, as the time goes by, just, you know, people kill themselves, get their fingers chopped off. It's a it's a crazy movie. It's really shocking, but I found Ray Fiennes' Fiennes's performance to be good. Nicholas Holt, you know, played a little crazy guy, but he played, he did it well. Anya Taylor Joy, as always, you know, she's a rising talent in Hollywood, and she once again did really good. And John Leguizamo, you know, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. You know, I can't wait to see him. I hope he'll come back for John Wick Four. And yeah, solid movie. Uh, and there is one more, but if you have one more, you go. Well, I have so many, but yeah. Um, we have time with John Wick. That's what I forgot about. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you saw the trailer review, but John Wick 4 is going to be the best movie of 2023, without a doubt. I mean, I mean, I mean, no. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be bloodier. It's going to be more violent. He's going to kill more people. You got Bill Skarsgård, Clancy Brown, Ian McShane, and Lance Reddick coming, Reddick coming back. It's going to be awesome. All the OGs are coming back. It's going to be awesome. I don't know how you got 170 people to watch your reaction, but, you know. Yeah. If a video did numbers, I don't know how, but, you know. All the OGs are coming back. You know, I, I love all those OG John Wick guys. You know, John Wick, the Bowery King, uh, Winston, Sharon, uh, 
everybody. I, I love all those guys. They're awesome. So to see him come back, it's going to be awesome. I can say this, though. I'm more hyped for this than I am for – or that than I am for Mario. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pratt's Mario? <sighs> it's going to be Not funny to that. watch that. Nah. Um, oh, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. How was that? It was so much fun. Yeah. Like, I think you should watch it, personally. Maybe. Because the reason is, it's like it's not serious. It's just like it's 44 minutes. It's chill. Mhm. And it's funny, and it's James Gunn and. Who is in it? We haven't talked about James Gunn being in charge of DC yet either. Yeah. It's been a long month. Um, but yeah, I think overall it was it was a good good movie or whatever <laughs> short special whatever they want to call it. And two of two, by the way, for holidays or for Marvel Studios special presentations. Mm-hmm. Oh, Werewolf Have by Night. Werewolf by Night. No. Watch it. I don't know if I'm into that. No, no, Werewolf by Night is good. I don't know if I'm into these little Marvel specials. They're really good. They're arguably better than all the TV shows. So. Not, not, nothing's better than Moon Knight and Daredevil. I mean, just, just you know, I think you should check them out. They aren't that Maybe. long either, so it's not like it's a, you know. We'll have to see about that one. We gotta watch them both. Anyways, yeah, Guardians was great. I got too lazy to record a proper review for that, so my review was like <laughs> it was fun. I don't want to think too hard about it because then I'm gonna start criticizing, and I really don't want to. So, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. And there was one more movie. Um, it, it's a Netflix film that came out about a month ago. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Actually, uh, you might have seen it on like Netflix on recommendations. No, I, I don't watch those kind of movies. I just put All Quiet on the Western Front on number four on my Letterboxd. And Devotion at number five. Are you using Letterboxd so, again? Yeah. Yeah, just today I updated my list. I, I, I just, Today I put All Quiet on the Western Front at number four. And Devotion was put at number five. Okay, so all quiet on the Western Front. Don't spoil your list yet. Yeah, I'm not gonna oh, yeah. spoil my list. Okay, good. Um, are are we gonna do like a list at the end of the year? Oh yeah. Okay, so all quiet on the Western Front, easily one of the best movies I've seen this year. I I found it to be really gripping, really powerful. You know, it's a World War One story, so it's obviously gonna be something very disturbing to watch. And you know, you you're put into the shoes of this young German soldier. And, you know, the horrors that he had to experience during this absolutely horrible war. As you guys know, you know, we talk about how horrible World War Two was and it was. Don't, don't get it twisted. It was. But World War One, you know, you had soldiers getting diseases from trench foot. You had chemical warfare and it was just absolutely terrible, both wars. But this was really strong movie. You know, you have to be really, you know really strong mentally to be able to watch it because it's it's a lot to take in and it's really powerful and it's something that you'll never forget but i highly recommend this movie it was absolutely incredible do you even follow me on letterboxd i think i do i i probably do it's the oh, same you yeah. oh yeah you do never mind yeah but you're lying to me but you, you created a new account. Hold on. Yeah, you created a new account. Damn it. No, I still follow you. 
all the reviews that you put up come up on my new from friends. So yeah, I, fo- I follow you. But you haven't updated in a long time. No, I... 2022 movies. I got All Quiet on the Western Front up there. Oh, you aren't putting you aren't putting them as watched. Yeah, where the crawdads sing. Use letterbox properly. What? Just just click the watched button when you watch them. This is like I I have I have the list here of 2022 movies. Yeah, no, I saw that, but like you have to click the watched when you watch it. All right. I'm gonna teach you how to use letterbox after this episode. Um, You have to start using it properly so I can see the movies you watch. Um. Oh, there was one more movie, but you go ahead first. I mean, I don't really have any others I want to talk about right now. Actually, yeah, I do. Fine. Um, Andor. Got to talk about that, I guess. Oh, yeah, the new Star Wars TV show. So I gave my thoughts kind of on the show in the last episode on uh, another podcast um, the, yesterday. Star Wars. Check them out. Um, but I've loved Andor. As much as I'll hate on some aspects of it, it's Star Wars is amazing. Okay. And um, all the performances are amazing, and it's it's actually a show you would like. And again, don't know why you're not watching it, but you know. It's like a spy TV show, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the exact kind of show you want. It's the show you're crying that you wanted Daredevil to in She-Hulk to be. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's no 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 jokes. Ah. All right. I know. Okay, go. There was... Okay, so this movie has uh, actually had a lot of controversy recently. The Terrifier 2. I don't know if you've heard about what's going on with that movie. Mm, Refresh my memory. So Terrifier 2, apparently people are puking and passing out because of that movie. And I watched it. I had to stop in the middle because of, like, how disgusted I was. Yeah, there's no way I'm ever watching that movie. It was so gross honestly i couldn't continue watching it it was so absolutely disgusting and i just i couldn't continue i had to stop midway and turn it off i was like no this is way too much but it well, was... let's just do something here so if it's too much for you i highly advise everyone watching this to never even think about watching it don't watch it okay i it's so so disgusting this movie it's so gross don't don't watch it, okay? If you're like, saying this about a movie, it has to be awful. It was horrible. It this Art the Clown guy did things to some people that I never could have imagined could be done. It was disgusting. Yeah, I mean, offline, I'm gonna need some examples. Okay, I when when the not, when not, stop, not online though, not online. Yeah, when we stop this video, I'll explain to you yeah, some yeah. of the things he did. But don't don't watch this. Kid friendly audience. If you want to watch it watching during during the daytime, because this Art the Clown guy does some Don't watch it. disgusting things. Absolutely gross. Like, I, I wanted to puke. It was horrible. If you wanted to puke, then that means it's bad. Yeah. Let me be, be honest. Like, yeah, really? I'm never watching that, ever. Don't don't watch it, bro. Like, save yourself, you know? Let's do an audio commentary. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that audio commentary would get, like, age-restricted the minute it's on there. Yeah, that no, I'm not looking to traumatize myself forever, so I'm good. But don't don't watch Terrifier two, okay? People are actually puking and passing out because of that movie. Don't don't watch it. I, I don't want the same thing happening to you guys. 
Oh, yes, looks people concerned for people's well-being. See, that's good. Okay, anyways, that was a hard no recommendation. So with that, let's talk about box office. Let's pull up box office mojo. Oh, no, we're not using box office mojo anymore. What are we using? Uh, We're now using box office pro. Box office pro. Box of Mojo's become annoying. <laughs> uh, there it is. So, would, are you going to pull it up? Do I have to pull it up? or? I can pull it up. This is my first time using it, so forecast and trackings. Or go to numbers.com. You can use that one too. Which is numbers.com. Numbers.com. There we go. Nice. Um, weekend. Which weekend are we doing? Uh, weekend. The weekend before this one. So 18 to 21. Or 20. 18, 18 19, 20. There we go. Perfect. Weekend of November 18. Okay, so uh, for the weekend of November 18, the box office was um, quite quite obviously Black Panther Wakanda Forever at number one, making $66 million. Number two, The Menu, coming out at a very handsome $9 million. Number three, The Chosen Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2, $8 million. I don't even know what that is. Number four, uh, Black Adam, making $4 million. Number five, Ticket to Paradise, starring Julia Roberts and George Clooney, uh, $3 million. She Said, the movie by Harvey Weinstein, making a solid $2 million. Lyle Lyle Crocodile, starring Shawn Mendes, making a solid $1.9 million. The horror movie Smile, making $1.1 million. Drishyam 2, which I believe is from Bollywood, uh, making $1.05 million. Pretty solid. Pray for the Devil, a horror movie making 919000 at number 10. The Banshees of Inisherin, in- with starring Colin Farrell, making $729,000. That's number 11. Till, about Emmett yeah, Till. 10, right? Oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> that was a long time. So. Uh, Terrifier 2 made $75,000. I, I hope those people were able to get through that movie. It's okay. Minions is the Rise of Gru, which came out, like, years ago. Still making money? It has made more money than Terrifier 2. Yes! Let's go, Minions! I came out uh, 21 weeks ago. Still Did you watch it? <laughs> no. It's really Although good. I can't laugh at that because... Wait, what? Your minions Rise of Gru? It's, it's actually really good. Am I, am I hallucinating? Am I going crazy now? No, it's actually really good. I think I've officially good. lost it. No, no, no. It was actually really fun. You're saying an animated movie was really good. Yes, and it's a very rare thing for that to happen, but this one was actually really fun. I actually really had a good okay, time. I, I, I'm hallucinating, right? Like, I've lost my mind now at this point, right? It was, it was really good, actually. Real shit. Okay, so, let's predict. Okay, let me create a list. So, we're not going to predict for this week, though? Uh, Next weekend. So, that's the, the, the third? The weekend of December 2nd? Uh, next weekend, yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. Are there any big releases or no? No, I don't think so. December second weekend box office. 
Okay, you can get us started. Um, wait, I'm just trying to figure out if there's actually any releases at all. I think number one is pretty obvious. Yeah, the only problem is we don't know, right, what... Okay, yeah, let's stop beating around the bush. Black Panther, what kind of... Uh... Yeah, that's, that's obviously number one. Number two? Um, let's go Strange World. Don't underestimate kids' movies. Three? That's what I always say. Yeah. Um, um, the menu. The menu. Yeah. Numero four. How much am I gonna like put my reputation as like the predictor on the line here by with my reputation for hating this movie? I don't know what to do here. Okay, fine. Black Adam. Black Adam. Number five. I'm just assuming that 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 movie goes away that or that show goes away. Oh wait, I forgot something. F- I need you to fix my list. Yeah. Um, devotion needs to go number th- above Black Adam and above the menu. So devotion's at number three. Yeah. So it's Black Panther, Strange World, Devotion, the menu. So you got the one Black Panther, two Strange World, three Devotion, four the menu, and four Black Adam right now. Okay, I'm just gonna double check something. Let me know if you want any changes. Oh. Violent Night comes out on um the second. Violent Night, what's that one again? Um, That's the one with this evil Santa one. Oh, with uh, David Harbour. Yeah. That one's gonna make a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, put Violent Night above Black Adam. At number four or five? And above the menu, actually. So that's going to be your number four. And then the menu number five, get rid of Black Adam. Cool, we're done. All right. (sighs) My hatred to Black Adam shall continue on forever. Okay, let's see. One goes without saying it's going to be Black Panther 2. Number two? Yeah, Strange World. Okay. Three, I, I I believe in devotion. I'm I'm gonna put it at number three. Four. I'm gonna say. Violent Night five though. You're with Black Adam because you're not a hater. I'm gonna let me go back to this. Uh, also, so you can be different than me, which is more fun. Yes, adds more intensity. Five. Say it. We know you want to. Don't don't forget Glass Onion is playing in theaters as well. Oh right, I forgot it. And the Fablemans comes out this week too, I think, right? And the Fablemans, but it made uh, it made yesterday eight hundred thousand dollars. These awkward weekend, these Saturday recording sessions really don't work for box office. I'm gonna go with Glass Onion. You know, I th- I feel like Daniel Craig can attract an audience. Oh, Bones and All comes out this weekend too. 
It came out. It came out a couple days ago, didn't it? Yeah, this. That's what I mean by this weekend. On Wednesday. And Devotion came out on Tuesday. Like, what the hell? I thought movies come out on Fridays. No, no, everything comes out on Wednesdays because um, Thanksgiving long weekend. So you get it. Uh, so you get the Thursday as well. No, Devo- Devotion came out on the twenty second. I think that was a, a Thursday. Uh, tw- it a says, Tuesday. It says Devotion, uh, Bones and All, The Fablemans, uh, Strange World, and Glass Onion all came out on the twenty third. That's crazy. Because so they always try to get right ahead of the Thanksgiving long weekend in the U.S. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, no. Why is my phone being a fucking disappointment? There we go. Is that it? What? You see what happened to Russell Westbrook? No. There's there's blood all over his face. Someone else's blood? No, his blood. Uh, he got smacked that's in the face, good. and his blood's all. Oh, that's disgusting. I feel like I'm watching the Terrifier again. I think oh. that's the perfect time to end this. Yeah, probably. Thank you all for watching. Uh, we'll be back next week in theory. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Actually, next week will probably be good for me. And we might have some other cool stuff coming. I'm going to try to make videos and not have, like, 13 days between videos. Um, it's all good. But thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share your thoughts, follow us on social media. All of it's everywhere. Figure it out. You're pretty smart people. And we'll see you next time. See you all soon. Take care. Bye.